From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette is so proud of herself right now. She, like, 20 minutes ago is like, Hey, guys! Hey, guys! Hey, guys, can we play this song? Because, you know, it's it's 420. Yeah, it's 420! As if no radio show in the history of radio has ever played this song on 420. So my answer to her was yes, we can play this song. This song's a bop. And here we are. But did you think we were doing something revolutionary by playing this song on 420? No. She was like, because it's 420. It's just perfect. It's also take your kid to work day in Palm Beach County. And I think it's endlessly hilarious. We have like 15 sub 12 year old kids. To me, it makes more sense. In our office. and It makes sense. Why 420 would fit on take your kids to work day. So happy 420 to all partaking. And I do feel like the, <laughs> I do feel like the luster of 420 has been the glean of it has been reduced a bit because it is legal in so many states now. Absolutely. Because every day can be 420. But we live in Florida. Now, keep in mind, we did vote. Us, the voters, (laughs) us, the people, did vote to approve legal marijuana in this state. Yet, where's the legal marijuana? Held up by the politicians. Just bleep them. Where's the legal gambling? Bleep them. Where's the gambling? Where's the weed? We well, voted they were for, close with the gambling. We voted for both. Where's the gambling and where's the weed? We voted for both, and we approved both, <laughs> and then we don't have both. Seems like there's a common denominator there. Where's our gambling? Where's our weed? Because, again, we, the people, voted to approve both, yet we don't have either. Why is that? We all know why. Look at Tallahassee. But speaking of Tallahassee, I think what makes the Miami stuff feel so much worse now that Tyler Van Dyke may be leaving going to the transfer portal, maybe headed enticed by Alabama, is that everything is going so well. There is some competence in Tallahassee, and it's happening on that Florida State campus with Mike Norvell. That thing is a finely tuned machine right now. They're going to be top five in the preseason poll, and then you juxtapose that against missing a bowl game if you're Miami, 12 students showing up to the final game against Pitt, losing your previous first-round quarterback. It doesn't feel good. It's not a good look, right? Uh, you forgot to mention that they currently sit at number five in, this in the recruiting, recruiting rankings, right? Like, so, if you want to talk about recruiting being Mario's strength, and let's hope so, I mean, Mike Norvell has that thing. Push it. And all that chirp, chirp, chirping we were doing about Billy Napier up in uh, Gainesville. He's starting to come around a little bit. He's got a top three class currently, right now. To me, that would add more steam to the Mario Cristobal ain't it either conversation. And where I, I you get, want you can't brag that you would be so good at recruiting, well, yet you got FSU stealing your boys. So <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? So a lot of recruiting, I think, is based off of momentum. When you can pick up momentum, and when you can get a group of kids in a class to kind of construct the class themselves, this is where the momentum builds, and this is what they got right. going right now. Miami had this some time, uh, not so too long ago. Con- I'm very no. confused by that because Mario Cristobal had. All the momentum when and you got hired it. by your wife. And the, you lose it. Who was the opener last year? If it was a family or Bethune-Cookman? It was Bethune-Cookman. Bethune-Cookman. Uh, he had that momentum before the Bethune-Cookman game. And then as soon as we got a month into the season, we're in a rebuild. It's tough to be in a rebuild. So, like Those Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. The, those Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders just sent Miami into a rebuild. <laughs> there was no rebuild before the MTSU game started. Mario Cristobal, maybe we're being hard on him. Maybe I'm being hard on him. But Stone, it's not like I haven't made this point before. I've had some questions about Mario. I haven't been impressed yet by Mario. I'm a fan of Mario. 
I haven't been impressed by Mario. But I'm just me. Maybe I'm being hard on him. Maybe I, I'm a touch judge here. But does the clock really start to tick here on Mario's tenure? Just one year and a 10. This glorious signing, huge money. Does the clock start to tick a bit here for Mario Cristobal in his tenure if TVD leaves? If Tyler Van Dyke says peace, and he's doing it after spring ball, which seems planned, seems a bit vindictive, as Jeanette put it. Uh, let's go to John in Jensen here on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, John. Hey, how we doing, guys? Go All on. right, so first of all, college football is better when Miami's in the national conversation. I think we can all agree, right? It's fun but down here. Not, I don't know if the nation cares, but down here it's much more fun, yes. People want, hate, people want to hate on Miami when they're good, I promise. So it's not about Cristobal. It's not about Al Golden. It's not about – there's a there's a program problem, right? So if you're Tyler Van Dyke or a kid like Tyler Van Dyke and you play at 12 o'clock in Miami, you know, with 25 people in the stands, right? Mm-hmm. And then that night you're on campus, maybe at a party, whatever, and you turn on the TV and you've got the stone, you know, everybody touching the stone in Death Valley coming down the hill. You got the whiteout in Happy Valley. You got Sandman, Enter Sandman playing up in Blacksburg. Like you got to look at that and go, sure. Man, I can play anywhere. What the hell am I doing here? Yeah. Right? It's a program problem. It's not it's not a crystal ball problem. It's a program problem. And it starts with on campus facilities, in my opinion. Uh that that's certainly well, it, now it's a two sided coin here because do you focus on upgrading facilities or are you focusing more on NIL money for these guys? Now, if you're Miami, you've sort of put yourself in the spot where you're a front runner with NIL. But you also need to focus on making sure you're getting the proper facilities in place. I, I, I don't know where to begin here. What I do know is that it's a difficult look, and appreciate the call, it's a difficult look. Tyler Van Dyke just flat out leaves after spring ball. And I mean, what is their quarterback situation if he leaves? I, the quarterback situation is Ja'Curry You're Brown. going with Ja'Curry, right? I'll play. <laughs> I got it. You're Don't going, worry. Don't worry about it. You're going with Jacuri, and and why we think this is addictive of Tyler Van Dyke is because we spoke about it earlier. The two transfer portal windows that now these college football teams have, we're in the second one right now, and we have about 12 days left. Mm-hmm. And if this is just a rumor and you can't put a finger on it, you have to try to go in the portal. But let's put it like this: How good of a quarterback are you finding in the transfer portal? On April 20th, or in the month right, of April. Right. I mean, Cincinnati's quarterback just went into the portal, but is that better than Tyler Van Dyke? No. And if you have a kid jumping into the portal right now, and if he's not a well-known name, then there are plenty of red flags around that kid. So so you have a guy like Cristobal who's very militaristic, who's about to or might possibly have to go grab a quarterback with a bunch of red flags in the transfer portal because why else are you in the transfer portal in April? A month before fall camp starts. Didn't Tyler, to speak to, to John's point, didn't Tyler Van Dyke make a comment on what podcast was it last year about the crowd at Miami? How uh, they don't show up unless it's a big game. I can't remember off the top of my head. It wasn't a well-known podcast. Um, so you definitely listened but, to it. But, it no, but a- here, I've got the quote, though. Tyler Van Dyke said this was, this was in uh, September of last year. This was early in the season. Quote, I like away games. We don't really have that much of a college atmosphere because we play at Hard Rock. So we're about 25 minutes away from campus. A lot of students don't go up and watch the game unless it's a big one. That's why I like going into away stadiums and seeing that college atmosphere and making that crowd quiet. 
End quote. That was from Tyler Van Dyke. Oh, Bama makes sense then. I mean, it does speak to John's point. But listen, we can talk facilities in Miami till we're blue in the face. I understand that. That said, like, yeah, are they helpful? For sure. I do the play-by-play for FAU. Florida Atlantic, they have benefited from having good facilities built on campus. It helps, but it's not the end-all, be-all. Trust me when I tell you, Mario Cristobal didn't go to Miami because he was really pumped about showing off the facilities, about being a realtor to show off the properties on campus. His whole thing is, I can develop pros like it was when I played at Miami. Pride National Championships. Would it be helpful? Yes. Is that why Tyler Van Dyke is leaving facilities, things like that? I mean, he's still recruiting. Mario's still recruiting to Florida State's facilities. Are they a, uh, like? Are they better than Miami? Yeah. Are they appreciably better? Are they the best in the nation? No, they're not. Tallahassee sucks, too. And Tallahassee does suck. So uh, I don't want to hear that. I think that's an excuse from Canes fans to try and explain away the mediocrity of the program. Leo is in Riviera Beach on uh, Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Leo. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just think that it's probably a re- the relationship between Tyler Van Dyke and Mario Cristobal soured. Didn't, didn't Tyler Van Dyke get benched last year for a game? And uh, I think ever since then, he probably was like, oh, I'll try to stick it out. But I'm, if, if uh, Cristobal and Tyler Van Dyke don't have a good relationship, that's probably why he's leaving. And for him to go from one curmudgeon to another in Nick Saban, I don't think he would probably even start. Probably Alabama would probably find another quarterback, and he would be as the backup. So I just think Tyler Van Dyke is a little bit overrated, and he doesn't want any tough love. I mean, he just maybe he's young. He doesn't want to be told or or told that he's not all that. And I think Cristobal was probably honest with him, like, you better step it up or you're going to get benched. And then you got benched, and, and this is where we're at now. So. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, Leo. But this is the problem where the problem comes in with NIL and with these players who are potentially seeking further compensation, especially a big-time name like Tyler Van Dyke. And Jeanette already alluded to, hey, he seems like kind of a jerk. I mean, we had him booked to be on this show before last season, and then we were told we needed to pay him $2,000 to do it, and we laughed at that. Leo just sort of, hey, like, this guy seems a little overrated, doesn't seem like a good look. I I don't know Tyler Van Dyke like that. I can't make that declaration. I'm all for getting your back, getting your money, um, getting your worth. But this is, in the NIL era, the problem is that people are going to make, sometimes rightful, sometimes unfair, assumptions about you. Has Tyler Van Dyke conducted himself sometimes, things he said, And uh, these costs that he has put on himself, uh, has he made life difficult for him at times? Yeah, I think so. But I don't know him well enough to make those assumptions. I've got to think if he was happy with the coaching staff, he wouldn't be looking for a greater NIL opportunity elsewhere, according to Kane Sport. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. But it's not just that. Let me settle this. He's a starter. At Alabama. If he goes to Alabama, he's a starter at Alabama. You don't get reached out to by Tommy Reese. You don't have these no. conversations. This doesn't. If you're not hit. assured, this is your job, dude. 100%. And a part of me, a part of me, being a supporter of Tyler Van Dyke and then being very skeptical at some point during the season, wants to take the Baker Mayfield approach here and say oh, that gosh. 
I don't, I'm not doing it on purpose, but <laughs> in a situation that he's in in Miami, does not have all the pieces that he needed, did not have the offensive line that he needed, lost Xavier Estrepo. We might not actually know how good of a ball player this is, and this might be a decision where he's sitting down saying, hey, again, this is the fourth time we've said it on the show already. I'm a first-rounder. I can play in the NFL. Where can I play football in my last season that is going to prove that to everybody and prove it to the people that matter the most? Yeah. That's Alabama. Yeah. That's not at Miami right now. And again, Jeanette, what I had said earlier, this is your one moment for if you want to take the jerk approach and say, yeah, it seems like a little bit of a jerk, right? NIL, right? He wants to get more money. This is your one window to create generational wealth. It is hard to argue that. It is hard because who knows the restrictions in a year or two seasons, three seasons, five seasons that kids are going to have with NIL deals. Right now, it is open checkbooks, and these kids are getting paid a lot of money. Take advantage of it. All the meanwhile, go play in the NFL and get drafted, Tyler Van Dyke. It is hard to argue against it, although it hurts. I think it is all fair on Tyler Van Dyke's side right now. For sure. I will never argue against the generational wealth. I'm absolutely get your bag, and that's it. But it's to me, it's what do you want to do? Do you want to play football or do you just want to grab the bag? Well, I can because do both. You can do both, but only <laughs> if it's guaranteed. But if he's guaranteed a starting spot, spot in Bama, then sorry, Crystal Ball. Hope you have a job in two years. I, I, I don't think he's going to Alabama if he's not assured of that of that job. Either, I mean, there's two 18-year-old kids in the quarterback room right now, and Jalen Milrow, and I don't even know the other kid's name, but you don't get reached out to. He is a starting quarterback for the Crimson Tide if he goes to Alabama. There's no doubt about it. There's the reason that he's going. Yeah, no doubt about it. Absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, let me tell you real quick about Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv. Laser therapy. I can't wait to get in there doing it next week. Uh, and uh, again, these 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 joints, the workouts, my joints are screaming, man. And uh, when it comes to when it comes to to getting joint pain taken care of and muscle pain assisted, that's where Quellif comes in. These lasers, these things do fantastic work. Just follow the science at Quellif. Q U E L L I V. Quellif.com. What, what these lasers do is they help to trigger the, the natural body functions that help accelerate healing, help the natural healing process. If you're a weekend warrior, whether it's golf, tennis, running, pickleball, doesn't matter. You're getting older and the joints are getting creakier and you're starting to hurt a little bit more. You've got to try Quelliv. It is for absolutely anybody, anywhere. Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com. Get your appointment and realize how proficient these lasers are at helping you. Quelliv's location, right off of Flagler, downtown West Palm Beach. Quelliv, also, it helps you with fat reduction. It helps you with scalp rejuvenation, anti-aging. Yep, those lasers, they get it taken care of. That's Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. The greatness of laser therapy, and it can be done all in the time it takes you to go on your lunch break. It's not time-consuming, and man, is it effective. Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, my wife is weighed in. Vivi, she's a huge Canes fan, Canes season ticket holder. Uh, also, Ken LaVica babysitter at Canes games when he falls asleep in the stands <laughs> every time he goes to a Canes game. 
Right? Last year was not a good year. Not a good year for Mario. Not a good year for the Canes. Not a good year for Ken Levicka going to Canes games. Just sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Can I propose something? Because I go to Canes game a lot with my friends in the suites. Uh-huh. Can Vivi and I hang out and then we black out together and then you no, take care then of Vivi? No, because... Okay, right, sure, who's yeah, going to yeah, take yeah. care of Ken then? Right. Well, now that, that means I'd have to be responsible. That's the whole point. Let Vivi have her game. Ah, you just stick to the tube meats. Tube meats, yep. Tubed meats. <laughs> just me, some tube meats, and... A blacked out Vivi. Vivi and Jeanette. <laughs> um, I do owe her big time because all she does is take care of me when I fall asleep in the stands at Hard Rock Stadium. Again, three times in one year. So I'm drawing a blank on. Okay, the I, me too. So 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 there. <laughs> then we got something in common. There's a video for everybody out there who can just just visualize. This it is the Florida State game. Florida State. This is me at the Florida State game last year. Miami, Florida State. That got out of hand in a hurry. Just visualize this. This is post. What? This is post Miami Hurricanes game. Time to head out to the car. <laughs> my my eyes are closed. Okay, I'm visualizing. Ken and his wife are exiting. His wife has the phone out. Ken's about five yards ahead of her, and they are walking up the heel or down the helix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The circle thing that goes down? You know, the, yes, the circle thing at Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. You okay. know, the you, ramp. Know, you know the when ramp. people are drunk and they can't stay on their feet and their Stop. left leg crosses over their right <laughs> leg Stop. and then yeah. they, they no. lean and they go yeah. faster and faster. And, 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 and then they, they left, right, left, right, get back up, but then yeah. they start to lean the other way and then the right leg crosses the left and it crosses the left and you start tilting left, left, left. Yeah. There's a video of Ken walking like that for about 20 seconds just fighting for his life. <laughs> fighting to stay up on both legs. Let me stand up and he's going left, 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 left and he's hitting the wall. He's going right, 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 right. He's the only man in the helix just crossing. Playing bumper cars <laughs> in the helix. With himself, though. Yeah. Just with, with one himself. Man, one man <laughs> declined bumper cars. Yeah. Not not my finest moment. But the Florida State game, there's a video, too, where I'm sleeping, 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 and then something happened to the game, and I popped up and started clapping like I was in locked in the entire time. Like, yeah. And they're right back. And it was Florida State. They were like, no, I think it was. I think it was Florida State doing something. 28-0 at the time. I can't do anything at that game. All right, wake up, pop up, start clapping, cheer it, and then right back to sleep. (laughs) Not my proudest moment at all. Uh, But Vivi weighs in. Um, I don't know why you're so up in arms about TVD. Probably should have left as soon as Manny did. He showed that last year. I'm not up in arms about TVD. What I, I think that for me, I, it just adds to me being completely unimpressed with so far the body of work for Mario Cristobal. And it stems back to, ah, uh, we're going to play the right way, we're going to win, and then, oh, we're in a rebuild. And then TVD, your quarterback who before Mario arrived, I mean, you talked about it before last season, Stone, if he entered the draft, he had a first round, he was a first round pick. Yep. And now he's in limbo. And I know injuries didn't help him last year. Injuries did not help. Josh Gaddis didn't help. But now this dude, after spring ball, putting the Canes in a real tough spot, thinking about hitting the portal and leaving, that's not good. It's not, I think it's not a good look on Mario. And Mario, I, we can sit here and talk about TVD, but it's also not a good look on Mario. It's honestly a great, not only a great, but a phenomenal take from VV because one of the best things you can do as a player with high value is protect yourself, protect that, that you know, they say never meet your idols. Like Tyler Van Dyke had a lot of buzz. He should have gotten out with Manny. And that's probably something that he's talking about Right now with his camp, damn, missed the window to get out and go to a bigger school with a bigger crowd, more of a college campus. He did miss that window, but now he's trying to make up for it. Uh, Lee Fair tweets in, Mario gets another pass for this season due to the turmoil of TVD if he leaves. How many passes 
Are you, does Mario get, though? No, but that's a good one. That's like a new excuse that he can play. Like, oh, more rebuilding well, because we lost their no, starting quarterback. No, because then he can bring in his quarterback, just like the NFL, bring in a quarterback, and then that clock resets. That's, like, that's what Mario's going to do. The, absolutely. Great point. Uh, it just it, So far, Mario, he just... He, he he hasn't shown me enough to where I feel like, hey, this feels good. This is fun. Shown you enough because you watched the games or because you were blacked out and didn't watch the games? Well, when I watched them on TV. Okay. When I watched them on TV. Uh, EDS. EDS is yes, and it's not just air conditioning. It's also the air quality in your home. We just had a ton of rain. A ton of rain. Mold and mildew is rampant. Everywhere, And you can say, hey, I, I'm good. My house is sealed. But no, 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 no. Especially if you have a home of a certain age, you're just going to naturally have mold and mildew that steep into your vents. And that affects your allergies. That can affect your health. And so you need to make sure that the air quality in your home is good or else your allergies are going to act up or else your family's allergies are going to act up. It's not, it's not healthy to breathe those things in. So right now... Uh, at EDS Air Conditioning, get your your free air quality assessment, and you can save up to $500 off of their air purification bundle at EDS Air Conditioning because EDS is yes. They are an RGF black label dealer. RGF, they are the ones who provide the Remy Halo, one of the finest single air purification systems you're going to find on the market, period. EDS can provide it for you. The mold and mildew, eliminated thanks to this Remy Halo air purification system. Bacteria, viruses like COVID-19 killed with Remy Halo. Pollutants in the air in your home, done for with the Remy Halo air purification system. A lot of times, especially in the summer in South Florida, your air quality in your home worse than outside of your home. Fix that. There are ways to with EDS air conditioning. Call them. EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDS air conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys heard this. Earlier this week, Brian Windhorst was on Get Up on ESPN and he apparently was out in Phoenix, right? He was out in Phoenix. Right. That is the Pacific time zone, right? Pacific or mountain? Pacific? I think it's mountain. I, I Phoenix was I, just there two weeks ago. It's it's Pacific. It's Pacific, I think, because Vegas is Pacific, and I think they're the same time zone. You're absolutely no, it correct. Says, uh, it says Phoenix time zone, mountain standard time. Oh, it's mountain? All right. So right now, Told you. if it's 140, it would be 1140 mountain time right now. So he's doing get up, presumably at like 8 o'clock. <laughs> So it's like six. It's ten forty over there. Oh, it's ten, so that's if it's ten forty. It says Mountain Standard Time according to Google. But Look. it's Pacific Time. If it's ten forty in Phoenix, that's Pacific Time. Look, it says Mountain Standard Time time zone in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Thursday, April twentieth, twenty twenty three, ten forty a.m. So let's just so it's ten forty though. So let's just say that it's a three hour time difference. There. Okay. Three hour time difference. <laughs> so if he's on get up at say nine a.m., it's six a.m. in Phoenix, right? So it's early. It's early. Uh, Brian Winhorst was doing a hit on Get Up from his hotel room. And you know how, uh, just to peek behind the media curtain, a lot of these ESPN personalities, like Mike Tannenbaum has talked about it. Um, they give you your own camera. You set it up. They give you one of those, those halo lights. You set it up. You put on a suit. Put on whatever you're going to wear for TV. And there's no crew that does it for you like the old days. You're your one-person crew, and you're ready to go on these national TV shows. That's what Brian Winhorst is doing. Um, but Brian Windhorst started like whispering. You couldn't hear him. Here's 
Here's what happened with Brian Windhorst on Get Up. Wendy, that's why I'm playing injured. I'm trying to figure out why are you the only one whispering? Everyone else is answering questions and talking. You're whispering. Why are you whispering? Well, we all have adverse situations, and apparently um, someone in the hotel room next to me was not a get-up viewer and not happy about uh, the early wake-up call here in Phoenix. And um, let's just say that um, <laughs> messages have been delivered not in a soft manner. So I'm trying to avoid um, having a wrap on any part of my body. <laughs> so Brian Winhorst insinuating he was threatened because he was being too loud for the person next door. Now, that said, how loudly is Brian Windhorst talking? How paper thin do the walls in that hotel room have to be? I find that to be very unbecoming of the hotel neighbor of Brian Windhorst. How do they, how loud is he talking if it's waking somebody up? Let's just say it's 5 a.m. in Phoenix. Let's say it's 5 a.m. Is that a little bit annoying on on the hotel neighbor's part? person staying next to Brian Winhorst? Absolutely. If I'm staying at a hotel, presumably you're on maybe some vacation and you want to get some rest or something. Even so then, if you have to work, a lot of people don't wake up till like 6, 7 a.m. to get ready. I would be very PO'd if somebody is yelling at me, not yelling at me, but yelling about the NBA at 5 o'clock in the morning. But I don't think Brian Winhorst was yelling. Like, that's how, the thing. Does Brian Winhorst yell? So that's my, hmm. the other question. How thin are these hotel walls? And do you guys blame the person in the other room that is upset about Winhorst? Again, it, no, it, 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 I it, don't. It depends on the time. Like, it, when you're, you're in not a hotel. Upset. Well, the time, too, because it's 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm getting yelled. Do we, yes, on that so highlight, what? do we see the time? Is the time listed anywhere on that? Because sometimes Get Up has that clock in the corner. So 940 Eastern New York. So it's five. It's 6, 640. Yep. 640 a.m. Yep. I'm sorry. Here's what I'm going to say. If you're staying at a hotel and your neighbor in the hotel is up and at him, at any time after 6 a.m., that local time, you're SOL. Put in some earbuds, put in some earplugs or something. But 6 a.m. is a very normal human wake-up time. Sorry. No, it is not. Absolutely it is. 6 a.m. is not a normal wake-up time. Yes, it is. Stone, what time did you wake up this morning? Uh, 8. Well, 7.45. I was abruptly awoken at 4.45 a.m. and then passed back out and then woke up again at around 7 a.m. That's so, usually the time I start my day. So are you upset about the man yelling at Windhorse in the other hotel room? No. I think he has more reason than anything. Not, not, this, at, six, not at 6.39, 6.41 in the morning. Yes, uh-uh, you, deal with it. You, this, and he wasn't Jeanette, yelling. Jeanette. Was, Brian Windhorse has never gone on Get Up and said, LeBron's the MVP! Maybe he was very passionate what this, about it. What this reminds me of, of somebody He's being got a Karen next door, somebody being annoying, and there being a noise from a time and a place that there shouldn't be. It's very similar to a crying baby on a plane. No, a baby is allowed on a plane, and just like anybody's allowed to <laughs> oh, wake up. You guys are jerks. No, this guy thinks this guy thinks the baby shouldn't be allowed on planes. Oh, I thought you were saying that. Can I was no, so hell no. That you I'm thought, been... Stone, you're a jerk. Um, Mike tweets in Arizona does not have daylight savings. I, I, I just, I just wanted the, 
Uh, that that's that and explains the three right. hours. Yeah, so that's I why I googled it. I was I right. I just know it's three hours. That's all I. That's all I. I Point about. is, I am. You want to pull the Karen card? When I went to Vegas in February, there were noise coming from the side room, noises that I did not want to hear. Couple was having some fun. Okay. I called the whole, I called the front desk. True what story. time was it? What? What time? Eleven was it? p.m. It was an early Vegas night for them. I See, called the front that's... desk because I wanted to go to sleep. Right. The one night in Vegas, I was a saint. If it's past 6 o'clock and someone wakes up and they shower, if you could hear that, door closes, things like that, uh, people getting clothes out of the closet, I'm sorry, that's their right to be up. Like, 6 o'clock is a very reasonable hotel neighbor get-the-day-started time. Time out. What you just described as somebody getting ready for their day mm-hmm. is a very different situation than hearing somebody talk for 10 minutes straight Brian Windhorst is just talking in his room. they didn't care about. So? They obviously don't care about sports if they don't know who Brian Windhorst is. Ooh. What makes you think that they're going to like cares? sit there and listen? Mind your own damn I business. I would have complained. Mind your own. You can't Mind complain. your own damn business. Sorry, Wendy. Ken's exactly right because 6 a.m., there are a high percentage of the world that is up and at them. So, so you need to either yeah. get your life together and get up a little earlier right. or shut it up. And also, you okay, call. Okay, so you get your life together and get up so early. I pump iron early in the a.m. And listen, for you to be calling. The hotel on Pumping. people. Yeah, I mean, that's really lame, Jeanette. I mean, it's the lamest thing. Especially for, for, for getting it in. <laughs> right. Like, let it happen. It's not like it's tantric <laughs> sex. It's not like they're going seven straight hours. It's probably going to be like three minutes and then they're done. Like, it's you can deal with that. And it's 11 p.m. Okay, okay, okay. I Here's think it was probably out of jealousy. I'm going to do something <laughs> and admit it was being out of petty. It was, yeah, it was jealous. Yeah, you were jealous because you weren't doing it at 11 p.m. in Vegas. I know. I follow the rules. I'm glad you got to the the meat of this whole thing. Yes, I was jealous and I was being petty because the people next door to me were living their best Vegas lives and all I did was went to two sushi restaurants and passed out and went to bed. By the way, happy bring your kids to work day. <laughs> <laughs> we know uh, how to celebrate. Good things when here. you're at a hotel, what is it a reasonable time what is a reasonable time for you to be up, start the day, and be able to make noise? What is reasonable? What is a reasonable time when you're staying at a hotel Mm-mm. for you to get up and start being able to make noise so as to not be disrespectful to your neighbor in the next hotel room? Specify the noise because there's a difference between talking for the NBA for 10 no, minutes talking. straight you can, and then getting It's ready. just like having a conversation with somebody. Brian Windhorst yeah. is yelling. He's having a conversation. So you can converse with your partner in your hotel room. At what point should you be able to make noise? Not like blasting music, but have a normal human interaction in your room so as not to disrespect the person next to you. I say anything after 6 a.m. is very reasonable, very, very normal, and Brian Windhorst did not Deserved the treatment he got in Phoenix earlier this week. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. She's the petty Dominic Queen, Jeanette Javier, who wasn't doing anything at 11 p.m. and decided to take it out on the poor couple who was doing something in Vegas. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Sunday, it's polo in Wellington, the U.S. Open Polo Championship. 
U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium, USPA National Polo Center in Wellington, the biggest sporting event in the game of polo, the most prestigious polo tournament in the United States of America, the apex of the Florida High Goal season, the U.S. Open Polo Championship. Time's running out to see it. Get out Sunday to the USPA National Polo Center. Wellington has been the home for the U.S. Open Polo Championship since 2004. The U.S. Open final is going to be aired on the ESPN family of brands. Check your local listings. U.S. Polo ASSN is the USPA National Polo Center Stadium sponsor. Get your official club and tournament merchandise on sale at the retail shop at the National Polo Center every Sunday as well as online, USPAPro.com. The U.S. Open Polo Championship Sunday. U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium, USPA National Polo Center. Get out there and enjoy one of the world's greatest games, polo, the U.S. Open Polo Championship. What did you, um, what did you in the break, Jeanette, volunteer completely unsolicited? Uh, what did you volunteer completely unsolicited in the break uh, that, that caught stone in my attention? What? That I would, if Pete Carroll showed up, I'd tap that? Yes. If Pete Carroll showed up, she'd tap that. There you go. That's verbatim what she said. And Stone goes, uh, you realize that he has grandchildren, right? And I said, I think he's in his 70s. (laughs) And looked it up. Yeah, Pete Carroll's 71 years old. And so Stone says, yeah, good luck. Good luck. You should go ahead and try and tap that. Because he might not be able to tap it back. No worry. I'd let you guys know. There is a seven is the first number in his age. Oh, well. I, I have no remorse over what I said. I stand by it. I don't know what you guys want me to say. Jeanette has refined tastes. He's 71 years if old. If I'm going to get a 71 year old, he better be a Super Bowl say, winning NFL coach. He looks like a young 71. Uh, what is a reasonable age? Reasonable age. <laughs> what is a reasonable age for Jeanette to tap that? <laughs> well, I, think I go from 23 to 71. What is a reasonable time for you at a hotel to be able to perform regular human duties like talk? Because Brian Windhorst got in trouble with his hotel neighbor earlier this week in Phoenix for talking at 6.40 a.m. I think that he was wronged. 6 a.m. is a time where you should be able to wake up in a hotel and do normal human things like talk to someone in your hotel room like Brian Windhorst was. Lee is in Port St. Lucie on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Lee. Hey, Ken. How you guys doing today? Good, man. Hey, man, look, I, I do a lot of traveling here and there in hotels. First of all, you got to understand where you're at. You're in a hotel. There's a lot of folks going around, mm-hmm. traveling. They're in good moods to do this. They're going to get their day started early, whether you yep. went to bed late and didn't get enough sleep, yep. drunk too much or what. But they're going to get their day started early. I'd say between 6 and 7, you might always expect whatever you're going to get. And if you can't stand it, you don't stay in hotels. That's Amen. That's the way it is. I'm into that, Lee. I'm That's totally it. with you. I, hey, I, I, yeah, hey, go ahead. One, go ahead. What, one other thing, Ken. Yep. yep. Uh, tell, tell Jeanette, don't don't be, don't be feel too bad. I've been in a hotel where some people were having a little bit of fun, <laughs> and it woke me up. I thought it was someone at my door. So when I realized what... <laughs> 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 Hey, when I re- when I realized what was going on, hey, you said three minutes, Ken. I gave a man an applause because he went longer than three minutes. He, he was he was getting, he was he was landing, hey he was landing down. Ken. Oh man, Lee, I, I tell you what, and Lee, that is that's the most obvious way to end this show. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. On that note, bye bye.